with Jody and Alex Mizak. And oh man, can you believe it? The holidays are right around the corner. Yes, for all every Canadian, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, yes, for us, we're actually starting. We're celebrating Thanksgiving this this weekend. Yes, and so, Oktoberfest. So Yay. yes, that's, that's the big one: Thanksgiving and Oktoberfest. Yes, and then you know, this, in the United States, they're celebrating in, like in November for Thanksgiving, and then it just keeps going into more holidays everywhere. Oh, that's true. Yep. And what do holidays? All holidays usually have in common. Uh, a couple things, food and family. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So one of the big things for us, and I wrote about it in my blog a little bit, I think a couple weeks ago now, or maybe just last week, is I get overwhelmed sometimes going to family functions now, now that I eat completely different. I'm usually the only one that eats what people say different. Do yes. you eat different? Yes, that we, and, we, we get that. Yeah. And then our daughter has different sensitivities that we're – uh, working through as well so she can't have wheat eggs dairy uh, so it can make going to family functions really stressful so like don't even imagine like the drama of what some families bring but like for us it's it's more feeling overwhelmed about food like it used to be like you show up you eat you enjoy and now we actually have that aspect of thinking more about the food before we even go yes if that makes sense yep it, it's I'm sure there are families out there that, that have that, but most people, like you said, just show up, eat, and enjoy. And they don't generally have to bring their food with them, yeah. <laughs> but we do. So all summer long, I literally brought my own food everywhere. Actually, I think it started, yeah, Easter. Easter is where I, I finally made a commitment to myself. It didn't matter who or where or what I what was happening. I was dedicated to loving my body on like every level I possibly could, which includes food. So I know one time your mom's like, well, can't you just eat what they have, you know, for that one time? But one time can add up when you have a family function, like in the summer, you can see family like every week or at least every month. And then that really takes you off your game. Yeah. And if I want to have my own, like what you can call, people call it cheat day. I call it treat day. I want to be in charge of my own treat days. I don't want to be going to somebody else's place and having their food as my treat day. I want to have my own, like, I want to be in charge of that. Yeah, that, that you want to take ownership of exactly. it, for sure. And what I've done now that I've I've been going through different food things, like I've done an adventure cleanse, which is with Chris Carr, and I actually really now call this a reset cleanse. And I've discovered that I'm very sensitive to gluten, and it makes me very sick. Same with cream. So if you're on this page with me, you're not alone, because, like, I'm here with you. And I actually don't want to walk away from a family function feeling sick to my stomach anymore. Yeah, or bloated or, or yeah, or just that's, yep. Or throwing up even. Yeah. So gross. And you it's not to... their fault. It's how they cook and, and that's how their bodies are. They're okay with that because that's how maybe they eat every day or or things. But if you're finding that you feel bloated after or that you just don't want it to interfere with your life as much. I'm actually going to share some helpful ways that have gotten through because like I said before, all summer long, I'd bring my own meals to everything and it actually got exhausting. Yeah. So I've actually tweaked it a little bit to not feel so overwhelmed through the process. And to be honest, I don't want it to make a big deal about it at family functions. Like, you know, when you bring your whole food thing, um, it can bring a lot of drama out and a lot of like crazy stuff and conversations that are not necessary 
I don't want to direct, like, I just don't want that conversation going that way. Yeah, you don't want it to be a thing. I've made peace with my food. I've made peace with how I live around my food. And and I've made peace with my choices. And I don't need people trying to take their fear and, like, put it all over how I live my life anymore. Yeah, you don't need that. So this isn't just even about food. It's about how do you go to, sit, to, to places where maybe they don't understand your lifestyle. They don't understand where you're at or be on the same vibrational wavelength as you, your thoughts and things. There's so many things that you can help keep your energy, your own personal love to yourself as well over the holiday season. So you don't have to walk away feeling really exhausted and overwhelmed and then bloated on top of it. So let's start. I'll start. And um, one of the biggest things I've discovered to help me where I can have that balance between eating some of their food when you go to somebody's house and staying true to my my food is one, I bring my own options and like starchy options Mm -hmm. instead of gluten. So a replacement. The other one is I bring a smoothie with me. And I don't mean just like a fruit smoothie with yogurt or whatever you have in there. I mean a high, awesome, packed smoothie full of vegetables. My newest favorite is actually putting zucchini in it. Like a whole zucchini in it, a couple pieces of celery, and like two, three cups of spinach. And then obviously a little bit of fruit to, to balance it out. Like an apple or... I usually use banana. Banana. Just, banana. But it's whatever works. It just adds that sweetness. Right. And another way to add sweetness to it, where you're not going like too crazy on the sugar, is add a couple dates or put some stevia in it. Like a little dash or two of stevia. And this way, when you're hungry and they have all this delicious food out there that may not make you feel good in about an hour... But you'd be so happy eating it at that moment, but you're and you're hungry. You will make those decisions. You will just eat and yeah, eat and, and you eat, eat more eat than you out would. of those things. So what I did was I brought actually some juice. I juice like with our juicer, so some green juice, and I brought a smoothie. Now the green juice I was me- I meant to drink earlier when people were drinking punch. I would have liked to have my my juice, but I actually forgot. So I had my green juice, a smoothie, and then my my bottle of water with me, mm-hmm. and. I actually went up for a second helping and I couldn't finish it because I was full for my smoothie. So it just helps balance those things. And if you don't feel like bringing things like that to like to an event, have it on your way to the event, to the supper, in the like have it in the car or have it just before you leave the house. This way you're not making food choices on a very empty stomach. Yep. I always find like that's when I make my unhealthy choices of when I'm like super hungry. And that and I that's might happen for um a lot of families out there too, right? But generally when you're going to these kinds of functions, it's like dinner tends to be a little later, usually. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Not everybody's on, on the on the clock, but like yeah, sometimes dinner tends to go a little bit later. There's, the food's not cooking at the same time because there's usually a lot of food, right? Mm-hmm. So trying to put it all together and everybody going out and stuff. I mean, unless your family's got it down to a science where they're like, yeah, five o'clock, everyone's eating at five My grandma o'clock. has a science. She yeah. usually has a food on, on the, on right on time. But not everybody does, right? That's true. So, um, and the longer it goes on, the longer you get hungry. So by doing that smoothie, juice, eat, I don't know what, like for me, like, I know I like, I like all the juices and smoothies uh, you make. I just try not to eat them on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like if you're going, if you're going somewhere, 
that you're like, well, I know there's not going to be much vegetables. Maybe eat a salad before you go mm. there rather than rather than bring it. Like a salad full of veggies, though. It's, it's yes, very not just a leaf hearty. salad. Yeah, hearty but salad. But one of the things before I forget is actually that I forgot to put in my smoothie last weekend was add some kind of protein. Like add hemp hearts or cashew milk. Like I use my – I use coconut water last time to like – you know, really recharge my cells but it, and keep my hydrated. However, I forgot about adding a protein. So I was really hungry later. Or a healthy fat. Yeah, a healthy fat and a protein. Both, okay. But I actually forgot both. Okay. So I was really hungry later in the day. So those things I normally don't forget, but I did forget that. So don't forget, like hard on the vegetable, like, you know, heavy on the vegetables, good healthy fat. So I use avocado oil or cashew milk, almond, um, I even put handfuls of sunflower seeds in when we don't have hemp hearts. And it's just really figuring out what works for you. I've even added um, blue algae and... Not wheatgrass. Yeah, wheatgrass. Wheatgrass? Yeah, wheatgrass. Yes, you've added wheatgrass. Okay. Yes. So, and I've added, I've actually had powders. We don't have any right now, but I usually have some on the go um, where you can get powders where it's a mix of vegetables and fruit so this way if you're running low you haven't gotten grocery shopping or you just don't have fruit and vegetables in the house you can put a scoop of that into it's just making sure that the ingredients are from a nice um clean source as well so it's just adding those little things yeah and if you're not big into smoothies because some people aren't that's true and you'd rather have a salad then your healthy fat again could be an avocado uh, mm-hmm. and an avocado oil as well if you want to double up and or in, olive oil in, in your mm-hmm. in your dressing that's yeah. right and then the protein sources could be a nut seeds both kind of deal uh, mm-hmm. yeah so that those are the kinds of things you can do before um now what are we going to do during <laughs> a big one for me is still load up half a plate of veggies Unless, like I said, then I, I had last weekend, I'll be honest, I didn't have any vegetable. Or no, I did. I had a salad on my plate. But anyways, I really focus. I do it like I do at home. Half a plate of vegetables. And then I put the other fun stuff on the plate. And then for me, I don't, I'm kind of picky when it comes to dessert. So the dessert doesn't win me over a lot. So if they have a dessert that I absolutely love, I will allow myself to have a small piece. Now, we usually share you and I, Alex, like if it, it's that or the kids, like if it's a big piece, I usually share, or I just get it cut in half or quarters, depending on size. However, most of the time I don't have to make a decision to say yes or no to dessert because like I said, super picky when it comes to my dessert. If I am going to eat it, I want to know that I'm going to like, it needs to be something I enjoy. Right. And if it's like, I'm not a pie fan, so I can easily say no to pie unless it's two kinds, two different kinds. So... I can easily say no to dessert. However, there was a time where, like, I think it was last Easter when I started doing this, I actually brought a dessert smoothie. So it was my almond sea salt smoothie. So it tastes like a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. So if you really have a sweet tooth and you know the desserts maybe be, like, really, like, either one won't make you feel good because they have gluten and if you're gluten intolerant like me or cream heavy on the cream if like for me anyways i'm speaking for me but if you find that they might have foods that don't work with your dietary lifestyle bring your own 
Like for our daughter, we're going to be bringing our own yeah. cookies. I was going to get right into that. Yeah. Or muffins or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Actually, we have her. leftover cupcakes that she would. She said she'd love to bring. Yes. So so that's the kind of thing you, you sort of have to, especially because no kid is going to, or I shouldn't say no kid because my brother always said no to dessert, but a lot of kids, and if you have kids that don't say no to dessert, then you shouldn't feel like it is about taking care of you and your family, even during these larger family functions. So by all means, bring a dessert mm-hmm. that everyone's going to enjoy and be able to eat. And then because during these times of family functions, it is more it should be more about more than just about the food. It's about being yeah, together. Yes, exactly. Right? And we're all eating together, maybe not necessarily the same food, but we're all still together and enjoying ourselves. And that's the most important part, right? Like you don't need to walk away from a family function feeling emotionally drained bloated, sick to your stomach, like if they are, and maybe food isn't a big deal for you around your family, or if it's going to be where you get on the scale Monday morning and you're upset that you've gained like whatever amount of pounds it is, you know, love yourself through the holidays. It doesn't have to be all about food. And I've actually really made peace with my food where it's just a play. It's, I look at it as a way to nourish my body, to give it energy to help it optimize, like run on, like it's like optimize its running. Yeah, optimize all your running functions. Exactly, yeah. like it's it's there to help my support my body, and that doesn't mean I don't treat myself now and then. But our holidays, like when I was a child, I think I had two to three Thanksgiving meals. Like it was boom, boom, boom. So if you have holidays too, and we're getting close to you know Christmas and and all those other holidays surrounding Christmas, like New Year's, it's so easy to just. If I listen to your mom's advice, like, oh, why can't you just eat somebody's food? I'd be eating like 10 different meals in like December or something like that that didn't align with how I choose to eat anymore. Yeah. And it can really. It's a buildup. It's, yeah. it's stacked up. Like you haven't recovered from the last family yeah, exactly. function. You're going to another one. Exactly. So, yeah. like family or like ho- just different holiday parties in general, right? Work so, parties, friends, exactly. all this kind of stuff. They Like you're right. It's so gonna... Thanksgiving is a really Canadian or United States is a really good time to plant that foundation of how are you going to walk in and and be with food and even just your emotions this holiday season like this is a really good start um to lay the groundwork of how you want to to be over the holidays yeah and i find that if you're you're, if you're eating better and you're feeling better then emotionally you're in a better state as well yes i always find if i eat like even meat now i've allowed my i'm a mostly plant-based I'm on a mostly plant-based diet now, but when I eat meat, I do feel more bloated and I do feel a little less clear-minded. So it's really amazing. And then gluten, don't even get me started, how um, how cloudy that makes my thinking. So our daughter, who's like five and a half, almost six, she even knows to plan ahead. We were talking and she's like, is there going to be pie at Thanksgiving? And I'm like, probably. Great grandma always makes pie. And she's like, Okay. I'll have to bring something else because pie has weed in it. Like at six, almost six years old, she knows to come up with a plan if she can't eat something. So it's really just, it's about planning ahead. And it doesn't mean you have to bring anything different either if that's, if, if you don't want to, but it's about, okay, am I going to have dessert or am I going to have like a second helping of mashed potatoes or whatever it may be? Think a little bit of ahead if, and this is really only geared to people that just feel blah after a Thanksgiving or a holiday meal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I'm one of those people. Like I would 
because for a very long time, I would always feel blah and gross after any kind of family get together food uh, related thing. And that's that's even before I changed all my like a lot of my eating habits uh, and my and my diet. Yeah, it's just you know you just overeat. it's it's food you only get once or twice a year or something like that but not really but yeah (laughs) and it's because like you said you'd have they stack up and suddenly it's like i only get pie once a year it's like if i actually look back i was like no i ate a lot of pumpkin pie (laughs) throughout like that throughout you know when when thanksgiving starts to when like um new year's shows up but yeah that's the kind of thing i'm talking about and um and then when i'm feeling like that usually after the meal, then, you know, you're sluggish, you're not thinking, I'm not thinking as clearly. Um, and that can bring, you know, depending on what conversations start up around the dinner table, you can find yourself pulled down into um, a lower emotional state, mm-hmm. right? Because you're already kind of And then of you're like, feeding off of a conversation that you don't even want to be a part of. Yeah. So um, I think the, the, general, the general advice we're trying to give uh, at the beginning of this uh, celebratory season, I guess mm-hmm. of of all fall and autumn and winter, and all food, all things food, <laughs> and all things food is is have a plan. You know, most of us are going to know what we're walking into this holiday season, um, so you can just plan ahead. And like I said earlier, it's not just about food; it's about mental too. So one of my biggest things is I actually got fairly good at getting a mental a, a neutral state of mind or you know just a really or a really good positive mindset before walking into to different functions and now it's about food too it's just it's not about like oh there's gonna be food here i can't eat or food i don't want to eat it's about switching it around and be like i'll make healthy choices yeah or i'm going to make choices that are aligned with who i am that's even better i am making health or choices that are aligned with who i am so that might mean that you're just allowing yourself to to eat what you feel. Because um, the other big important thing is, is not to feel guilty about it. I felt guilty for so long. And that's why I call, I don't call cheat days any, like I, that's not, not a word days. I use anymore. Yeah. It's a treat day. So it's really about understanding what words you use in your emotions that you associate. And if you have no emotions around food, great for you. I really am like so super happy for you because it's taken me a long time to get there. And if you are um, emotional around food, you know, be aware of it. Bring it up to the surface, you know, get to know it a little bit better. Why are you so emotional around food? And then don't let it run your holidays. There was a time where I remember being at a family function. I was on the couch. I had to undo my pants and I couldn't move for like an hour. I felt super sick to my stomach. And it's like, I don't want to waste an hour of my life anymore laying on a couch feeling sick. So it's, it's understanding your limitations. And I don't even want to say limitations. Understanding how much food your body really needs to flourish. Yeah, and what kinds of food. Exactly. And maybe you don't have any food sensitivities, and that's amazing. And it's just like everything in life. It's balance. Enjoy some vegetables. Enjoy, you know... I call it dressing because um, I'm a German background, but for other people listening, it's stuffing and mashed potatoes or whatever, turkey. And enjoy. Just don't eat it out of guilt. Yes, or to make, try and think about making other people happy or what mm-hmm. other people are going to say. And I think part of that is is to be um, grateful mm-hmm. to the host or hostess yes. for providing all this food and thanking them for you know, for, but do together. you like, do, but do you yeah. <laughs> thank you. And, and I've, I've got something to, you know, 
And the other thing that really helped me when I first started eating what my grandma says is different is um, I had a conversation with – like before you go to somebody's house, if they're not familiar with – if you eat different, like if you just change your eating habits or you, you're just like, oh, goodness, Jody, you got so many ideas, like great ideas. I want to implement them. If you're going to start now, just talk to the hostess ahead of time. I called my grandma before Easter and just said, look, I, I've completely changed the way I'm eating. And at that time, I was eating zero um, meat um, or like I'd only allow it like once a week or something like that. Um, now I found a, a balance that works really well for me. So I might allow myself here and there a little bit more. However, I had a conversation with her. So it's just allowing them to know like so you don't just show up at their house with like all your own food. It's like just a heads up, like, you know, I will be bringing my own food. And it was the same with my, our, da- our daughter. She couldn't, she still doesn't have dairy, wheat, or eggs. Yeah. So my grandma now knows, like, she's going to keep potatoes aside before she makes them into mashed potatoes. And, you know, it's just, I don't ask them to make food different for me. If a host is is um, willing, you can either say, oh, that's lovely, like, thank you so much. Or it's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. Like, you get to make that personal decision. But I just, I, I love giving a heads up so you don't throw them off when you show up with like, you know, a whole picnic basket of your own Yeah, kind d- of thing. diffuse the drama before it even exactly. starts. Exactly. Like with just a little giving... bit of communication exactly. and a lot of gratitude. Exactly. It's like, I love your food. And I even said that to my grandma. It's like, I love your food. Just, I've changed my eating, the way I eat. And actually for me, it was, I was, um, at that moment I said vegan. Now it's, um. I'm not vegan. It's a plant-based lifestyle. So it really is just finding what works for you and then finding what works for your, like just implement it around your family and friends. And you can be the change. You can be the inspiration to have other people make healthier choices in your life. That's right. Someone might look at you over at your plate and go, Hey, that's good. What's that? Yeah. You you know, opens up the doors and more fun conversations and more fun family interactions. And that's what we all want, right? This, uh, this family, this season. So bring the fun, bring you, and just remember, um, you don't have to do something just because it's been done for generation after generation. You don't have to eat turkey at Thanksgiving if you don't want to. So go out, have fun this holiday season, and do you, and eat how it makes you feel good to fill up your soul. We hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And anybody in Canada, happy Thanksgiving. And anybody in Kitchener-Waterloo, Happy Oktoberfest! Oi, oi, oi. Ziggy, 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 ziggy. Oi, oi, oi. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.